brought to you by Mystic Lubricants, developed in real-world conditions for real-world work. Mystic products are specially formulated to meet your demands. Mystic Lubricants, ride with us. For a look at their full range of top-quality products, visit mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com. Hey, folks, welcome to Machine Repeat Podcast number 58. Appreciate you giving us a listen here. Uh, got an interesting show for you today. Uh, a little different topic, uh, construction equipment. Um, this has been a, something I've wanted to talk about for quite a while. Uh, actually, the 30, almost 34 years I've been compiling auction prices. Uh, construction equipment ranks, I think, maybe second, third, or fourth in terms of uh, most items that we've uh, compiled auction prices on. And, and people sometimes don't know that. Um, and I get it. I mean, I usually write about tractors, planters, combines tillage, uh, kind of mainline farm equipment, but again, covering auctions all these years, uh, shoot, never cared whether it was a sale with a bunch of dozers on it or a little farm retirement sale, whatever. We just wanted to compile the prices. So um, doing more with construction equipment lately, uh, as I'm recording this just a few days ago, I was out in Adrian, Minnesota, shooting a, a fun uh, machine repeat YouTube preview video for an August 3rd auction retirement sale for Wrecker uh, Construction and Aggregate. Uh, um, guy out there, 45 years in business, built an amazing company, great line of Caterpillar equipment, I think five dozers, four wheel loaders, some excavators, uh, trucks. Um, so that'll be a fun sale. But uh, today, uh, we're going to kind of uh, explore the space a little bit with heavy equipment and talk to Andrew Lamaster and Mike Lamaster with Blackstar. And their website is blackstaraca.com. You might know the guys out from uh, Auction Time. They're big sellers out there, uh, all kinds of heavy equipment. Um, but their business is really fascinating. They've only been at it a few years. I, I'm trying to think maybe like five years. But uh, really rapid growth. And they're bringing a more personal touch to the whole uh, construction space. And they're, they're basically their motto is they'll help you sell it, find it, or appraise it. And again, their website is blackstaraca.com. Uh, really intrigued by their uh, how they've been going about their growth. And uh, let's go to that conversation right now with Andrew Lamaster and Mike Lamaster with Blackstar. Since 1922, Mystic Lubricants has been providing superior performance and protection for farmers who demand the most out of their equipment. Today, Mystic continues to develop products in real-world conditions that are specially formulated to meet the unique demands of your specialized machines. They provide advanced protection for engine longevity and are the choice of people who make a living working the land. Learn more about Mystic products at mysticlubes.com. That's M-Y-S-T-I-K lubes.com. Hey folks, time to welcome in our special guest to this episode of the Machine Repeat Podcast. We have Andrew and Mike Lamaster with Blackstar. And Andrew is uh, owner slash chief sales officer and Mike is uh, president CEO. And uh, guys, welcome to the podcast. Great to be here. Appreciate it, Greg. Yeah, well, we've had our eye on, uh, Mike, what you guys have been building there with Blackstar for some time. Uh, uh, high visibility with the online auctions you guys have for heavy equipment sellers uh, and uh, really interesting focus. Uh, curious to learn more about Blackstar. You guys also uh, help uh, buyers and sellers, you know, kind of every angle with heavy equipment. So can you give us a little background on uh, Blackstar, Mike, 
Again, started in 18, is that correct? We, we started in 18, um, Andrew and my other son, Rob, the three of us. Okay. And, um, uh, Roger Martinez, my brother-in-law, uh, uh, Andrew's uncle, Rob's uncle, uh, was with Ritchie Brothers for about 25 years, and he started with us as well. Mm. He, he had retired and thought us he'd help us get this off the ground. And since then, we've been able to bring uh, lots of people with um, experience in the industry. But our, our focus really was to provide uh, a service that gave back to business owners more control and more personalized service. Mm. And uh, um, keep it simple, uh, I think we've been able to execute that. Uh, uh, and um, as we talk further, I think we can get into that. But just at a very high level, I'd start that way. Andrew, anything you'd add to that? Just No, no, I think that that covers us, uh, covers it off pretty well. Yeah, I, I like the... Uh kind of the approach the we sell, find, and appraise heavy equipment. And uh, I guess in my 33 plus years, whether it's on the farm side or the construction side, uh, you know, there's so many different scenarios when it comes time for people looking to buy or sell. Uh, and, you know, no cookie cutter approach is right. It seems to me like your guys' growth with Blackstar there is sort of designed around your uh, – your, your flexibility. Would that be accurate to say, Andrew? Absolutely, it is. And, you know, something that we all really enjoy here uh, within our company and working with our customers, um, you know, whether that be end users, dealers, you know, the list goes on, is every day is a little bit different and every situation is a little bit different. And, uh, you know, the monotony of, of certain things uh, that people choose to do out there is, is not what we experience on a day to day basis. So, uh, yeah, it's 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 fun. It's uh, very engaging, and uh, we try to be extremely collaborative with our customers and, and and figuring out what the best situation is for them. And again, you guys with Blackstar there, uh, again, very vibrant online auction sellers through auction time. Uh, I've been following your sales for years, great results. And then, uh, but you also dynamically uh, sell privately for quite a wide range of sellers. Uh, so you guys aren't uh, one or the other. You're kind of willing to work with the customer. Would that be fair to say? Yeah, I, I think it's it's very fair. Thanks, Greg. It, it, and it, and we needed to just to really set ourselves apart as well because uh, we didn't want to be same old, same old. Auction, unreserved, you know, not give the customer any more options. So being able to go to auction with units, we can do that as well. But we also sell privately. Um, and we give the um, the end user, our customer base, more control. We work with them closely, like Andrew said, in a collaborative fashion. We bring deals and we say, Here, here's where the offer is. And we go back and forth with them. We go back and forth with the buyer. And it's a it's more negotiation. And it's probably not the, the business model of a publicly traded company uh, because of the amount of time it takes. But it is a service that we use to really provide, I think, added value. Mm. Well, it must be working, Mike, because your growth at Blackstar there is impressive. Uh, and uh, I guess, folks, I, I've talked about this a lot. Um, I understand people when they equate sometimes machine repeat on the egg side, but actually uh, one of our biggest categories has always been construction equipment in terms of data. And so it's fascinating for me to follow the space 
But Blackstar, your guys' number of listings, the dollar volume just continues to increase. Before we get into some headcount there, let's talk a little bit about your footprint with, with Blackstar. Uh, it seems like it's growing. I saw, gosh, you guys have representatives, uh, Cleveland, Omaha, Peoria, Savannah, Lafayette, Windsor, Ontario. I think you also just got someone down in Austin, Texas. Is that right, guys? That is correct. Uh-huh. So these are uh, industry folks with industry experience, I suppose, that are now uh, under the Black Black Star uh, flag there, uh, giving options to buyers and sellers, uh, you know, across this growing footprint. Yeah, I, Andrew, I think one thing I'd want to make sure that we shared with you is not only are the employees uh, come from the industry in many cases and they're knowledgeable product knowledge wise and uh, but they also have an emphasis on relationship building and knowing that each customer that they're going to work with is going to want an interaction that is user friendly. Um, and it's not like they're going to camp out because they know that they're busy, uh, but they're also going to be tuned in. And so we, we have a knowledgeable team, but I think we also have a team that's tuned into the customer and uh, willing to work with the customer in a personalized fashion. Uh-huh. That's, uh, again, I love the different approach, finding that niche. And uh, if we talk volume of equipment, I mean, just today as we're visiting here, guys, uh, is it like pushing $30 million of inventory that you're looking at? $27 million, is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. Okay. Like uh, 169 pieces for sale specifically. So I suppose all types of heavy equipment, whatever folks are looking for, Blackstar is going to probably have something for you. From from excavators to dozers, skid uh, steers, and everything in between. Uh, you know, some farm tractors. Um, so yeah, uh, right now we're in the midst of a, a three-year job completion sale. A lot of assets down there in Little Rock, Arkansas that we're doing for a company called Alega uh, Concrete uh, and then various other consigners, Greg. So, you know, for us, we're a family owned business. We like treating our customers like family. Uh, it just comes pretty natural to us. And, uh, you know, if, if we don't take care of those good existing customers, you don't keep your doors open. So we're always looking for new customers, but uh, we put a really high precedent on our relationships here. Well, on the topic of relationships, Mike, I'll toss it to you there. Again, in your guys' uh, kind of uh, rapid growth mode here since 2018, what type of feedback are you getting from either buyers or sellers that you have worked with at Blackstar? You know, repeat business is always a good indicator of the value proposition. And we have um, a, a great deal of our clients and customers that are working with us um, uh, on multiple deals at, since the deals we started with two, three, four years ago. Um, and they're referring us uh, to people. Uh, they're giving us good reviews. Uh, we're doubling in size every year, um, which, wow. you know, uh, and you can put that in perspective and say, okay, in the first five years, it's probably easier to double in size, but still that's significant. And we're doing it because we're we're only as good as the service we're providing, and we're really trying to obsess on 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 the customer's experience. And we know that's how we're going to build the business. And so now they're referring us in, 
giving us repeat business. And so the word is out. And I think that uh, uh, it's been a favorable result. You know, I, I think we want to stay humble and we want to stay hungry. Right. Well, I imagine, uh, again, not you tell me if I'm off base here, but I would think the sellers must appreciate the personalized attention and uh, additional control over the sales situation, whether that be privately through you guys or the auction route. Uh, would that be fair to say, Andrew? I think very much so. You know, uh, whether it be testing the waters and selling privately, going directly into an auction, uh, you know, just they, they, they'd really enjoy that because uh, we sit down at the table like business partners. You know, we want the best outcome for them. Now, it's interesting to me as, as someone who scans the playing field every day for equipment for sale to see different firms, whether they're auction companies or private sellers, the tools used to get the word out. Of course, our machinerypeat.com site, we try and help sellers do that. But uh, gosh, Blackstar, you guys are pretty innovative there. Uh, I know within the industry, of course, machinery trader, construction equipment guy, you guys are well represented and getting your listings out there in a major way, which you have to do. But but also internally, you guys have started something called the Iron Exchanger uh, publication. Can, can you guys tell us about that? You know, uh, we're... Um... We just and we just got that trademarked uh, uh, on July fourth. So talk about Independence Day, you know. Oh, and uh, well, congratulations. Yeah, thank you. But bringing value to the marketplace is we we use it um, we use it as a catalog uh, of all of our inventory. Uh, we also have some advertisers that are uh, that are in it. We use it for special issues when we have a complete dispersal. We can do a separate. Uh, but really, it's a it's a vehicle that creates ease of ease of viewing, ease of use, working with us, and and we we have plans for it to continue to grow. And um, you know, Blackstar is the name of the company, but maybe ultimately uh, people will know us as the Iron Exchanger mm -hmm. uh, because of it. Just it's a, it just seems to be so appropriate for what we do. Mm -hmm. And um, it's a it's it's been a beneficial tool. And we get it out to our our uh, database, which is now around two hundred thousand buyers and sellers. And um, I think it's becoming um, a bit of an industry accepted medium, along you know with machinery trader and construction equipment guide and machinery Pete. We get if we get out there with you three guys, we'll we'll be doing good, Greg. Well, hey, if you're up to 200,000 in five years of growing Blackstar, man, that hats off. That's impressive. That's a sign of your growth and success right there. Uh, so Iron Exchanger, is, is it a publication that you email to these 200,000 folks? Yeah, it is digital copy uh, and it sits right there on our website. Uh, okay. I think we shared that, but that's uh, blackstaraca.com. So it's posted right there and easy to find. Uh, but you know, we do uh, produce paper or printed copies as well, but mainly in a digital fashion, Greg. Okay. Gotcha. Love that. And I did see you guys are also out on YouTube, kind of ahead of the game there. Uh, I think I saw over 40 videos uh, of equipment that you have now for sale or I have had. So serving your sellers that way, uh, you guys aren't missing a beat there. 
You know, I, I have a funny story. Thank you, Greg. I have a funny story on the iron exchange. We took a hard copy down to our uh, our seller, and um, uh, I gave it to him. And I, I said, this is just one of the many things we're doing in the market, your equipment. And then a buyer showed up on one of his pieces of equipment. And um, uh, I asked him if I could give the brochure, uh, the iron exchanger to the buyer. He said, yes. And before I left, he says, you gave me a copy, but then I don't have one anymore. You gave it to the buyer. I said, well, I said, you're selling, he's buying. I mean, who do you want to have that in their hands? And so it, 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 I have to get another copy too. <laughs> that, that is a good sign when people just want to have it. I need my iron exchanger. That's a good thing. Yeah, uh, absolutely. And it's also a way, I mean, you're getting the word out on your seller's equipment for sure. But in, in, you know, in my mind, you're also honoring the seller, your customer by, by, you know, whether it's a YouTube video or featuring them in iron exchanger or whatever you guys do on social media, you know, no stone unturned to get the word out. Uh, I, you tell me, but I imagine that that resonates and uh, must generate some really positive feedback. I would think Andrew. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's easy to follow. Uh, people like having something they can walk away from their computer at times. Uh, you know, because you spend a lot of time in front of your screens, uh, whether it's phone or computer. And uh, yeah, I mean, across the board, the feedback's uh, quite well. I think it's been uh, quite quite nicely accepted out there by our sellers and uh, potential buyers too. Oh, you know, oh, go ahead, Mike. You go all the way back to the, the Sears catalog, uh, which really uh, many of the old timers know of it, but many of the old timers are now owning companies and controlling the purse strings of what they buy and what they don't buy. But they have all grown accustomed to the digital catalog as well as Andrew's generation. So it's the best of both the worlds, as Andrew says, just to create ease of use. And so I, I, I don't want to give the impression that it's the only thing we're doing from a marketing perspective because we're using all the other mediums. And right. I love the word you used. You're honoring the customer by getting the word out on their equipment. Uh, I, thank you for saying that. I, that's I, I, We couldn't say it better. Um, so I appreciate that. Well, I've always found, and I've been actually semi-preaching on this topic to people in the farm on the farm equipment dealership side for and the auction side for years. But uh, I, I think we're just on the cusp. And frankly, Blackstar, you guys are probably pushing farther ahead faster. So hats off to you. But um, personalizing what you're selling. Now, people might say, well, heavy equipment is different than farm equipment. I, and maybe, but I think whatever you're selling, uh, you know, for example, I'm going to do a preview video here soon on a retiring contractor. And it's to me, it's the same thing as a retiring farmer. It's like, hey, tell me about your equipment. It means something to them. It helped them run their business. So when you guys interact with these sellers, whether it's private or on the auction route, uh, again, honoring the seller, but also interjecting whether it's their history of care of the piece or explaining to potential buyers who the seller is. I mean, that stuff can make a difference on what that piece of equipment is worth, don't you guys think? Yeah. You know, it's interesting. We do complete dispersals because a lot of times when a, a contractor wants to sell his company at the end of the rainbow, um, 
companies aren't interested in buying the whole company. They're interested in buying the building, the land, and the equipment. And they've worked their lifetime. And so that equipment that they've taken care of uh, is going to be a big return on their life, their entire life. And so we 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 really have done quite a few complete dispersals. And um, and we do take it personally because we realize what sweat and tears and amount of work went into that. And the only way they're going to get a return on that is through either their land, their building, or their equipment. And so we're working with them on the equipment side of it. And we're taking that very seriously. And that being able to sell their equipment both privately and auction also gives them some of the added flexibility. Uh, yeah, I love it. And uh, now going back to, you know, kind of mission statement type stuff right on blackstaraca.com. And by the way, folks, check out the website. It's fantastic. Uh, you know, you guys, Blackstar, we sell, find, and appraise heavy equipment. So can you tell us a little bit about the appraisal angle? That's kind of near and dear to my heart, going back 33 years, compiling data to help people figure out what stuff is worth. But uh, how do you roll on the appraisal front there with Blackstar, Andrew? So on the appraisal front, uh, Lynn Schroeder is our chief uh, chief sales or chief uh, appraisal officer, excuse me. Uh, he's been in this business a long time. Um, you know, and so we will, we have the ability to do desktop appraisals. We have the ability to do on-site appraisals. Um, we can, you know, there's a variety of reasons, whether it be the bank or, you know, it needs to look at where you're at or if it uh, is for IDOT, uh, we do all those appraisals. And, you know, sometimes those are a two-year turn and there's always, um, you know, circumstances where somebody needs it or just wants to have a, you know, a little tighter look at where they're at exactly on their equipment, right. life cycle-wise, that kind of thing. Right. Yeah, that's it's important, isn't it? I, compiling data all these years on sale prices, I always thought even outside of the point of need, like oh, I'm selling this thing today or I want to buy it today, just knowing where you're at, I mean, in terms of your equity and uh, is it up, is it down? So that the appraisal service you guys offer um, – and the type of equipment involved with the costs, gosh, when a, a new dozer costs X, gosh, what's my three-year-old one with X number of hours worth dealing with experts like you guys, that must uh, really be helpful to folks. You know, I'm glad you brought that up because, and how you segued it to the appraisal side of it, because not only do we have to appraise the value, but we have all the analytical tools uh, to provide charts, graphs, uh, analysis of where that piece of equipment has been, where is it going, comps uh, in the marketplace. So when we're working with them on selling it privately, we're trying to be realistic and not delusional um, right. uh, as it relates to what can you get? What, what can you max out? And do we push the envelope sometimes? Uh, yes. Do we set the market even sometimes? Yes. But if you're going to set the market, there has to be a shortage of that equipment. You can't go into a, a piece of equipment that's flooded and think that you're going to uh, make a killing with it. So yeah, all these factors are taken into consideration. So we work with them, as Andrew says, as, as a business partner. We're on the same side of the table and we're saying, look, let's see how we can max out the value here, but do it realistically so that we don't waste each other's time. Right. And don't you guys think, too, I mean, 
and again, working with clients on a personal level, I mean, I mean, when it comes to appraisal, I've been doing this 33 years and yeah, there, there are periods when, I mean, whether it's a back eight years ago when you had a 24 year old planner and it didn't matter what you thought it was worth. It was worth just less than that. That's just because the supply situation that happens, but being honest with where the market is, but then that drives into the, whether you guys are selling it for them privately or at auction gets back to what we talked about before. What is Blackstar doing differently and better and extra steps to get the word out, even if it is in a sector that maybe is a, a bit struggling at the time for whatever reason, it, it becomes all the more important, right? It, it does. And, and, and I think we had to, uh, we had to do the same thing because we started in 2018 and then COVID hit. And so we had to work smarter and harder as a new company because uh, the incumbent already had inertia and momentum and all that. And we had to work through uh, that pandemic to grow the company. So I think what we've taken is that mindset and we apply it to working with our customers and we, and we're looking at this thing uh, analytically to see how we can really set it apart. So not only do we get the valuation, but we look at the marketing avenues and then we also target. We will go specifically to uh, buyers who are interested in that specific piece of equipment because they're either brand loyal or they are using that particular model uh, for the work they're doing. And so we do that nationwide but we also will do a targeted approach. So we we don't just do the shotgun, you know, where we just cascade it out to the world, you know. Uh, uh, and so we, I think we take a very focused approach to the buyer as well as to our seller. Yeah, I love that. Well, you just described the future, Mike. I see why your Black Star is growing. Again, check out their website, folks, blackstaraca.com. But uh, as I travel around, yeah, it still makes me smile when I see the sale bills in the cafe and or a, or a piece of farm equipment against the road with a for sale sign. And hey, God bless them. It's it's a way to get the word out. But I mean, the future is like you just said, Mike. Better identifying uh, potential customers, and I would think as you guys grow, and again, oh, two hundred thousand customer list in five years—that's phenomenal. But the trust you're building up with clients, both buyers and sellers. Uh, boy, that positions you well with, uh, you know, both sides of it, getting to know you guys and then doing business with you going forward, telling their friends, like, these guys are different. That that must be an exciting aspect of the business, I would think. I've left both of you speechless with my statement there. <laughs> no, I, I mean, tell me, Andrew, I mean, uh, Again, you guys are five years in. You've been kicking butt, growing, giving sellers options, private or uh, auction. But uh, building that trust factor, I think I can tell it from talking to you guys, it seems like that's a huge uh, daily emphasis on on the business. Absolutely, it is. And you know what? Uh, no different than a, a farmer or a contractor. They have a, a true passion for what they do. Uh, we have a passion for equipment and we have a, a passion for, uh, you know, improving, improving the, uh, the value of their equipment and, and giving them a wider net to cast across the country. Uh, it's not like you're just selling it on your, 
uh, out by the curb or out in front of your shop, you know? Nice. So. And can you, can you guys talk each, Mike, you go first, but about the family owned aspect of black star. I mean, you're working with your, your sons, Andrew and, and, and Rob, Mike, uh, what's that like? And how does that, how does that make black star different and better? Yeah. Uh, I think that, um, you know, we, we, this is a person, this is my third company that I have been part of that built, but it's the first time with Andrew and with Rob. So there was an adjustment, obviously, and anybody who has a family business it has to be smiling because they know the challenges along with the benefits. But um, so I, I don't want to be uh, Pollyannish about my answer, but I will say this, that to watch, to watch, um, them grow uh, inside of Blackstar's growth, not only their growth, but the growth of all the people that are part of the Blackstar team. And to see uh, the, the passion that they have for this business has been really, really rewarding and very exciting. And I don't think it, 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 that I could maintain my energy and excitement at my age if it wasn't for how much they're into it. And so, and I know that we work with predominantly family-owned businesses. Most of our customers are family-owned. You know, I'd, I'd have to say less than 10% are, are, are uh, publicly traded, you know? So uh, it's just family-owned businesses doing business with family-owned businesses, and it just seems to work. I love it. So, Andrew, how about you? What's it uh, like working with uh, Pop here? You've been five years yeah. in building this thing on high high growth mode, and uh, yeah, what's your takeaway? You know what? Uh, we've we've grown up inside of family businesses, and uh, so it's something that comes natural. And uh, yeah, uh, there's always uh, ups and downs, and walking fine boundaries, I guess, but. Uh, working with my dad and his just experience uh, inside of the business world, uh, along with, you know, thank goodness for having Rob, my brother, who's our chief operations officer, very detail and process oriented. Um, but, you know, there's there's good inertia there. We all we all seem to jive pretty well. And uh, it's it's fun. Wouldn't have it any other way. Awesome. I love it. Family owned. That resonates across the equipment world, whether we're talking uh, farm equipment, construction, uh, like you said, Mike, uh, a lot of these firms, I mean, yeah, they're family owned. So that's, uh, that's kind of America. You know, you build a company up and build your farm up and nice to work with family owned businesses when we're uh, comes to selling our assets. Uh, A couple different questions for you guys, maybe a little off track here. Just, just curious as someone who tracks uh, sale prices and trends, like I have for 30 plus years, I wonder your guys take within the heavy equipment industry, if you notice any type of equipment in particular demand, uh, I would say here in 2023. Andrew, I'll, I'll throw it to you. Sure. Yeah, I'd say in 2023, uh, a lot of uh, all trucks, uh, you know, off-road trucks have, have been something that's been kind of a sweet spot. And we've yeah. been able to find them mm-hmm. and unearth them. Um, and get them placed in various places of the country. Uh, compactors, your 815s right now are something that uh, we've been able to get our hands on, but they're a dime a dozen out there. Uh, you know, just looking used, a good quality used versus new. 
Uh, and then you got your bread and butter, your universal pieces uh, that regardless of your industry, somebody can use them. There's an application uh, and they'll stay pretty consistent. Those are steady eddies, your dozers, excavators, skid steers, yeah. uh, lower backhoes, those kind of things. But I'd say in 2023, uh, those would probably be the two that I would I would pinpoint. Now, before I throw it to Mike here, I, I got to uh, play off of something you said there, Andrew, the finding aspect, because we've talked about appraising the equipment and you, how you guys sell it uniquely, whether private or auction, but finding equipment. So if you have folks out there that need a dozer, that need an excavator, that need a skid steer, that need a truck, a haul, long haul truck, whatever, working with Blackstar, tell me, Andrew, how does that flow? Uh, and, and is that a core piece of the business? Very much a core piece of the business. Um, and I think with trust, people continue to come back to you to help look for that. It's in those situations in this industry where 10 other people are looking for it at the same time. And that's not that's not good business for us. So that being said, you know, we got a pretty deep well with our database uh, and, and places we can go. There's times where, uh, you know, the business owner may be sitting there and consumed with other things and not be thinking about selling that piece of iron. Uh, but you know, when you reach out, you got somebody that's willing to pay a fair market value for it. You, you very well may stumble across it. And, uh, I don't know if it's, it's luck or, or skill or a little combination of both. I think humbly, that's what I would say, but determination. Yeah. And determination. I think we've done a pretty good job of finding good quality units out there when people need them like that. So fair to say as Blackstar continues to grow and you continue to help those Folks, uh, find that that piece they're looking for. I boy, I think that would once you do that once. I, I know what I've seen on the egg side. It's like that that trust level just ratchets up. Blackstar found me what I needed. So down the road, that first call they make is going to be to you know who. Yeah, most definitely. So Mike, how about you? On the, back to my earlier question on anything in particular equipment wise, did anything jump to mind or you kind of concur with what Andrew's thoughts were there on it, on the hotter parts of the heavy equipment industry? Yeah. It's, it, 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 I got a chance to, to think about your question a little bit with uh, Andrew's answer. And I do agree, but I also wanted to add one thing, one thing uh, is that, uh, and this doesn't, this is not just unique to Blackstar. It's unique to anybody who is selling used equipment. Um, the end user is now paying maybe 20% more than they were just two years ago on new equipment. The OEMs, the OEMs have had to take their prices up substantially because the raw materials were not available because of COVID. And so whereas the price increases of new was going up 2%, 3%. 1%, whatever. Now they've skyrocketed. So used equipment now is even more of a viable uh, uh, option for the contractor because that used equipment is holding value. It's not going up skyrocketing like new. And it may not have the warranty like new does, but the risk reward makes sense. So uh, uh, the used equipment market in general is robust because of that. And we're finding that some of the shortages that the OEMs had played 
a role in what pieces we sold more aggressively into the marketplace. So, and each OEM has different models and some of the models are being produced, uh, you know, now more than they were. So it's, it's, it's really like a Rubik's cube a little bit. It does change as the supply comes in, but as the supply is coming in, Greg, it's coming in more expensive. Right. That's, you just identified one of the core truths of my 33 years, Mike. The, the ever-rising price of new uh, pulls up on the value of good used. Uh, so for, whether they're a farmer, 500 acres, or a heavy equipment contractor, I mean, you know, when you take great care of your equipment, it holds its value. And it's, I think, and to a large degree, that's probably why people followed Machine Repeat all these years, because I was the scorekeeper uh, reporting on what that dozer, what that tractor is worth. But uh, you nailed it there. Um, okay, last question. I know we've talked a little bit. You have a kind of a unique opportunity with a, a seller from Arkansas with some uh, a contractor with some private equipment listed for sale with Blackstar. Uh, can you touch a little bit, Andrew, on maybe some of those equipment items that are currently for sale at, at your website? Yeah, uh, absolutely, I can. Uh, and those are all in that iron exchanger that we brought up earlier in the call. Uh, but we've got a lot of late model equipment and uh, various brands. So everything from Komatsu to John Deere to Cat, you know, is, is kind of your, your fab three there. Um, and haul trucks to dozers and excavators and a little bit of everything sprinkled in between. Uh, so, yeah, it's a pretty diverse package down there. And uh, I'll see you what uh, my dad would like to add to that as well. They're, um, they're finishing up a three-year project uh, down there uh, at an Air Force base. And they, they're an Ohio-based company, Greg, and they don't want to transport all this equipment back up to Ohio. That sure. itself is very expensive. And so um, they hired us to uh, sell off the inventory as they're finishing their work and completing their work with this equipment. And so we're, we're working uh, hand in hand with them every day as equipment is, they're done with it. They're letting us know, put it on the hot list, get it sold, uh, uh, or let your buyer know that we're gonna need it through the month of July and August. So we, we that's another part of our personalized service. Now, a lot of people would say that's a lot of handholding or that's a lot of, uh, high touch, but that's how we're differentiating. Um, mm. But we, we're very uh, pleased with the relationship that we have with the uh, Lega brothers, you know, working predominantly with uh, them on uh, on a daily basis. Well, I love that. Uh, and folks, go to the website, blackstaraca.com. Look, as Andrew said, look for the Iron Exchanger. You can see that equipment from the Arkansas seller there. And Andrew, we were chit-chatting here in advance of the podcast at something you said, you mentioned Swiss army knife collabor collaborative approach. I think your dad just kind of explained how black star rolls, how you treat your sellers. That's, I mean, whatever the case auction or, you know, telling us today what piece is available. That's, that's a hard way to do it, but it sounds like a pretty unique, uh, effective and appealing way to, to work with sellers. Yeah, each circumstance is different, right? And it's not a one-size-fits-all. I mean, it'd be like uh, telling somebody that likes food they can only go to one restaurant. I mean, nobody wants that, right? So uh, 
an interesting example, but I think we can all relate to that. And uh, yeah, we're, we'll continue to grow and keep our eyes wide open as to, you know, what else, but uh, stick to your core competencies and what you're, what you're good at, really where you bring the service. And I think that uh, we're pretty dialed in with that right now, Greg. Well, I, I obviously so with, with your growth there at Blackstar, Andrew. And by the way, I'm a Norwegian boy who grew up before the internet. And uh, uh, if we were limited to just Norwegian food, that would have relegated me to a lifetime of Ludafisk and Klub. So I appreciate your mindset of letting us roam the field a little bit there. But Mike, why don't you give us a wrap-up statement? And again, to people listening to the podcast here, tell them about who Blackstar is and where you guys are going the next three to five years. You know, Greg, thank you for that. I, You know, where we're going is we're going to constantly look for ways to improve the existing uh, processes of selling their equipment and finding their equipment. We're going to continuously differentiate. We've got some things in the making right now that is going to help differentiate the, the, the auction process uh, that will create more trust with the sellers because they're going to see that they have more control inside the auction. Um, and so we're going to try to keep innovating in this space with this young team that we have that are joining an age-old industry that's growing. And I, we're hoping that the winner is the, is the end user, the contractor, the farmer, the, the transportation companies. And that's... The, it, uh, just like what Apple does with their their technology, they always have the customer in mind and they're always trying to innovate. Well, we're trying to bring that model in, to this industry and we're trying to improve the experience. And so that's where we're going. And um, I guess what will be the barometer of where we get there or not is our continued growth and how we're doing by our customer base. Uh, but they have a new option. We, we feel like we are, you know, the, the new option, uh, and it is a different option. It's not same old, same old, and it's highly personalized, and we're going to stay highly personalized, and we're, it's more of a custom solution, but we believe in this marketplace that's really what, what, what they're telling us they need, and, and so far, so good, you know? Well, very well said, Mike. Uh, and again, hats off to you guys for the growth of Blackstar uh, here in a short five-year span. Again, folks, check out their website, blackstaraca.com. Uh, it needs to be one of the sites you continually check when you're scanning for heavy equipment uh, to buy and sell. Love your guys, uh, the family-owned, personalized touch difference there. Um, and Andrew and Michael Master, thank you for telling us about Black Star. I've really enjoyed the conversation. Thanks for having us, Greg. Same here, Greg. Thank you. Appreciate it. Well, folks, hope you enjoyed that conversation with uh, Andrew and Mike Lamaster with Black Star. And again, check out their website, Black Star ACA. Very cool. They'll help you find, sell, and appraise uh, all types of heavy equipment. Uh, really bring a personal touch in the relationship angle uh, to the space. Uh, a lot of ways to go about things. They, they can help you sell your equipment at auction. They do a fantastic job on that route or they'll sell it privately for you. Um, and again, like the guys mentioned there, Iron Exchanger publication, very cool. Um, and again, I think they believe they said they had $27 million of equipment for sale as we were talking, uh, including a 
very uh, dynamic line of equipment from a seller in Arkansas. So if you're looking for uh, you know, all types of heavy equipment, check out blackstaraca.com. And uh, don't forget our website, machinerypeat.com, all things heavy construction equipment as well. Um, in fact, if you go into our auction price data, on it, which is free to view on our machinerypeat.com website, if you click on construction, you're going to find almost 34,000 auction prices, and that doesn't even include skid steers. We got, oh my gosh, I just zillion skid steer prices over the years. And if you're looking, uh, of course, right on machinerypeat.com, we've got all kinds of equipment for sale. I think almost 4,700 pieces under the construction equipment category, another 3,900 skid steers, another 936 wheel loaders for sale, almost 900 forklifts, and 440 telehandlers. So whatever you're looking for, uh, whether you're trying to get a price on it or find it, uh, again, check out our website, machinerypeat.com. But thanks for giving us a listen, folks. I've got a couple more podcast episodes coming pretty quick here. Uh, some fun stuff. So, uh, hey, stay tuned. Mm-hmm.